What is up, everyone? It is your host, Aaron Karanos, once again, with the main man, Chris Tercius. How you doing, bro? Good, buddy. How you doing? Doing good. Just got done with the session, so... Yeah? Yeah, it's nice as hell as that. Yeah, so, is that where you're all sweaty? A little bit. <laughs> I just took a shower, so... No, yeah, I'm a little sweaty, but... No, we... We're good. It was nice. It's nice, beautiful outside. So beautiful day. Yeah, it's lovely. Perfect day for a session. Just got a flat tire, so (laughs) things could be better, but it is what it is. Yeah, we just, you know, we gotta get these episodes done for y'all. So give y'all content and all that. But Chris, enough talking. Let's get into this. First off, we're talking about Dirk Klassiker. Dirk Klassiker. Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund. Four to Bayern. Man, Dortmund should have won this game. I know. Like I agree. Dortmund should have gone. Well, they went up. They were up two 0 uh, within the first ten minutes. Yeah. And then they just let it slip uh, right before the half. <laughs> exactly. It was just like I don't know why they went so defensive yeah. for the whole for the whole. As soon as they scored the two goals, they could have a third right. in the first like fifteen, and then all of a sudden they just went all defensive, and um, I guess and then Bayern just started pressing them high. Next thing you know, they got two, one off a penalty. Right. Lewandowski with an easy tap in, and I think it was like the thirtieth minute, or somewhere around there. Yeah, and then from Sunday, um, from Sunday, and then Komen got a penalty off a BS call, in my opinion. Once again, it was a foul. It was a foul, but it was so it was soft to it me. Was pretty, yeah, well, I mean, he did step on his foot. So I mean, if I would have called it, you know, the guy's dribbling, goes by him, gets his foot stepped on. Yeah, I, I think if anything was a clumsy challenge, it should have. Uh, he shouldn't have, you know, stepped in that way. But, yeah. I mean, what can I, you do? I agree. I agree. But still, um, and then Holland got hurt in the yeah. second half. That was a major blow yeah, to yeah. anything that Dortmund had. Because Holland was on fire for the first, for the whole game. Mm-hmm. Dort- Bayern couldn't stop him one bit. It was just, you know, they couldn't stop him. It was him versus Bayern. And yeah. Bertrand Bontek couldn't cover him. He couldn't. And he tried saving, what, one of his shots. And it got deflected, went in. That's how the first goal happened. Second one, yeah, quick off a counter. Thorgan Hazard, you know, played it to him. Um, I, You know, Hazard played, but I wish I would have seen Sancho. I wish he was fit. You know, they had some abs- absences like him, uh, Guerrero, and I think Gio Reyna didn't play either because they all were injured. But, you know, Dorman came out strong, and I was like, oh, sweet. I even texted you. I was like, oh, are you watching this game? They're up 2 now. Yeah, yeah I, then, I watched the first 15, and then I had to go to work, sadly. But ugh. And then I saw the end scoreline. I was like... Yeah, right. Wow. And then you texted me like Mounier messed up on the last. Oh, Mounier, bro. Oh, <laughs> this man. He had a. They were up 2 0. And Holland uh, literally could have had a hat trick. Easy tap in. But Mounier, bro. It's like you're right in front of goal, just squared across from him, right? And he gives him the worst pass I think I've ever seen yeah. from a professional, to be honest <laughs> with you. It was that bad. Jeez. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, oops. Crazy. On but, uh, but yeah. Um, Bayern came back shortly after, and in the second half, there was too much for him. And it was an interesting game too, because there were some refereeing decisions that I think, uh, you know, impacted the game, and it could have gone either way. Yeah, I agree. But Munier also with a mistake that clearing yeah. that clearance should have been out. Yeah. You know, you know, Bayern is pressing you high. You just get it out because you know you're in the 80th minute, and they just allowed two goals in the eight. Yeah. It was the 88th and the 91st. You know, back to back quick goals and. That obviously sealed the game, but I felt like Dortmund should have came away with this game, you know, with the win. I agree. Yeah, especially when you go up 2-0 at that, you know. It is Dor- it is Bayern, though. It- it's tough to go up against a team like that so early on. I think that's what the issue was. It went early on, and they had nothing else to, to offer but to sit back. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And then Bayern is just such a powerhouse team that, you know, even if they're down, they're still going to, you know, press 
uh, press you hard. And individually, they're really good in their positions. So when you match up, you know, all those guys against the dormant players, especially when they have some some players absent, uh, it, you know, makes a difference. Yeah. So. Yeah. Lewandowski played, got a hat trick that game. You know, he yeah. played He played amazing. Yeah. You know, it just proves he's, you know, best striker in the world. He just yeah. keeps reinforcing it. But Holland's not far behind him. Though, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that he was clinical within the first 10 minutes, you know, puts two away. Most strikers, you know, in the first, their first couple of chances, they can't even finish. This man just put two away, like, just like that. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah, it was just shocking. I thought, when I saw the score, I, when I watched the game, they were up 2-0. I was like, oh, Byron's in trouble. I was like, Byron's, is there, can they come back from this? And then I do coming back from this, obviously winning 4-2, but, you know, it's just the early, you know, struggles from Bayern. And I think that's what teams are going to look at. You know, Bayern struggling early, attacking yeah. Joe Boateng. Because Joe Boateng, I don't know what's wrong with him. He just can't defend these big strikers. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, ever since he got done up by Messi, it's probably just one downhill. Yeah, big, I, I agree on that. <laughs> I think anyone who gets done up like that would have their confidence just shattered. Oh, yeah, just shattered completely. Yeah, they would just be like, I can't come yeah. back from this. But He almost uh, hurt his hamstring when he was... Uh, yeah, I he, think did, he was, did hurt his hamstring. I forget who played a through ball. I think it was the Hood to mm-hmm. Royce. And yeah, he like went down because he just tweaked or stretched his hamstring too much. But... But yeah, it was interesting. Did you see what Roy said after the game too? What did he say? Um, yeah. Do you remember in the third goal when um, I think it was Sané? He comes and just kind of clatters uh, Emre Chan, mm-hmm. and they had like a build-up play, and that led to the third goal. He after the game, he was saying how uh, um, if this was Bayern, you know, if that would happen to Bayern, that the ref would have called a, a foul. Yeah, and he was just going off on the ref. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Crazy. But hey, it is that's the game of football for y'all. So yes, you know we can't say much, but. We're on to the Premier League. One of the most shocking. There was a lot of shockers in the Premier this week oh, that yeah. I was not expecting. Yeah. I don't think anyone was expecting this. I don't know. But the first game, Fulham, Liverpool versus Fulham. Fulham coming out on top 1-0. What the hell is up with Liverpool's attack? I checked the stats, and in the six games that they've lost at home, they've scored one goal out of the six games that they played at home. What to, What's going on with them, bro? Dude, and the sad thing is that their attack doesn't even look that bad. Exactly. Know? I forget who they had today. They had they had Jota, Salah, and I think it was Shakiri. Yeah, I think right. And so to me, it's a, even though it's not your you know your full starters, that's good enough to beat Fulham in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, they just they just can't finish. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, they can't and, finish. At and all. it's not as if they had like they didn't create a chance that was like oh they should have scored that you know it was like oh okay. Well, there's another shot that goes wide or something like that. You know, the only one that I will say that was nice was Ariola save on Jota's volley. Mm-hmm. That was probably the best chance that they created. Yeah, but. probably. I mean, I mean, Salah had a few chances too, but I don't know, like, what's going on with Liverpool? They're just, yeah. they don't look like the defending champs from last year. No. Obviously, you know, playing with different players. Yeah. You know, I like how Klopp's trying out different players, but. It's just not working for them. And, yeah. you know, now it's just like they're all the way in eighth place. Eighth place. Eighth place, man. That is crazy. I would never have thought Liverpool would be in eighth place. Yeah. And, you know, now to expect that Liverpool might not even make it a year. They might make fifth. They, they might, might even make... They, make they might not even make fifth, you know? Exactly. It's crazy. And they got... Now Tottenham's in seventh. And Tottenham is in good form recently, you know? Mm-hmm. So... We'll see how uh, how things play for, play out for them, but I don't know. I don't think I see them even in Europa League, to be honest with you. I, you know, not even champ. Well, definitely not Champions League. I don't see them in Europa. I don't even know if they can make it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how Klopp's gonna 
fix the situation because right now they're just they look unmotivated they look exactly just not the team that we saw last season their morale is just low you know yeah. like they have no confidence whatsoever like there's no confidence within themselves really a lot of times like last season you saw the ball get played into Mo Salah into space or you know after he creates a chance he you know goes towards goal and you know when you when you when you see that or Mane or Salah you start questioning like are they going to score are they going to miss you know and recently they've just been missing yeah, they've been missing <laughs> they've been missing way too much in my opinion you know it's less like you know how their attacks you know everyone always complains about their defense their defense right. is being inconsistent their defense didn't play that bad this game they contained them Fulham pretty well but mm-hmm. you know we were thinking going into this game Fulham easy three points for Liverpool right. get them motivated you know get them motivated back and you know hopefully you know get them going but I don't know why they're losing to these easy teams it's like the same with arsenal they lose to these easy teams that they could pick up points so they can get back in the top but it's just like just a dud yeah and lookman had actually a good game um he was playing like left wing mm-hmm. for uh for fulham he kept attacking that that right back uh, i forget what his name is oh i know uh, who it was nico williams nico williams yeah so yeah he was getting uh he was getting exposed that's literally where they were where Liverpool, where fulham was creating all their chances and then on 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 the goal at this score, you know, Mo Salah was just caught sleeping. He was daydreaming. And to be honest, if I had Amina on me, I think I would do the same thing. I would, sure. <laughs> that man's a he, he was huge, but he didn't even know he was behind him. You know, he's like just he's like he receives the ball, he's just kind of chill, and then you know gets this goal from him. It was a great finish. Yeah, it was Bond a great corner. finish, bottom corner. But yeah. you know, I think if any both of us were in that situation, Amina is like. Double the size of me. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't even trap it. I would just kick it out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, screw this. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> I'm not getting clapped at all. <laughs> yeah, nope, I'm not having that. I'm not having But, hey, Liverpool, I don't know. <laughs> um, to be honest, I don't even know if Liverpool might not win another game of the season. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. And Fulham is actually tied with Brighton now, I think, mm-hmm. right? And they're trying to get out of relegation zone. They're tied with, uh, with Brighton. Hopefully they can because they actually don't play too bad yeah they, they actually play pretty nice they play pretty well and uh, it's attractive bottom you know bottom half football if that yeah. makes sense there's a lot of the times that teams that are the bottom half especially in the premiers like to boot the ball field and hope for a rebound they try building from the back and you know trying to find the gaps in the spaces and create some damage from that yeah so. yeah it's not bad but you know we'll see how liverpool plays out this entire season because they're just still very inconsistent for me and I don't know how they're going to finish the season. They might have been 10th. Hell, Washington might go to heaven. They might get nicked out in Champions League. Exactly. So, I mean, so. hey, they, they have two, a two-new league against RP Leipzig, so... Off some BS goals. Yeah, off some BS goals. But. <laughs> hey, we, we move, we move. So, on to the biggest upset Uh-oh. I think we've ever... Was not not expecting this. Man City versus Man United. Man United beating Man City 2-0. Um... I was not expecting this. Oh, dude, me neither. No one was expecting this no. result at all. Not even Man United. Only Man United was. <laughs> only Man United was like, in like the first couple of minutes, it Man City looked a little shaky. I don't know why Gabriel Jesus made that tackle on Martial. They were definitely shaky in the first couple of minutes. What was the PK call like in the fortieth? It was like it was something. A, it was like thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. It was, crazy. It was like thirty seconds. Oh my God. Literally, there's like three defenders yeah. right here. Martial's running this way on the edge of the box, and Gabriel Jesus just clips his ankle there's literally no need no need you don't need to tackle him you have john stones and ruben diaz right, right there right and you just go ahead because you lose the ball you want to get it back and you 
clap the dude in the box. And it's not like as he was taking anybody on. He was literally dribbling across the box. And if he was he was about to shoot, right? But he had two center backs right in front of him. It's like, bro, they didn't even come in a challenge. There's no need to. Exactly. You know? And the fact that he did it too is that he did it behind his leg instead of in front of his leg. So he automatically clipped, clipped his right foot, you know, fell down, PK all day. Yeah, but I think I just should say that PK. That was... If he hit, he hit it on the bottom part of his wrist, but if, if it would have hit the top, that would have been a save. And that I could, don't remember the PK. Uh, Bruno Fernandez took it. He went to the keeper's right, mm-hmm. and Anderson guessed right, and then he went. He hit the bottom of his hand. He got a went, hand on it. Yeah, he got a hand oh, on it. It went down. It hit down. It went up. And it went underneath his hand. God. But um, nah. That, and then that totally changed the game because then Man City, in my opinion, Man City dominated this game. They absolutely like. Man United tried to pre- like get the ball out. Man City was just like getting the ball, going straight at him, back again. They yeah. just couldn't finish today. They just couldn't finish. Mm. Yeah, Gudnigan had a couple chances. Phil Foden did as well. Oh my gosh, Raheem Sterling had one when it went right between his legs. Exactly, like it was an easy tap in. Yeah, it was so easy, bro. And it just went between his legs and he falls over. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, dude, you could have, you know, changed the game. It was like the 70th minute, somewhere around there. Yeah. And then, not gonna lie, Lushaw actually had a pretty good game. Lushaw had a great game. He was taking players on. Dude, there was a one part. Uh, one part during the game where he took players on, I think it was like probably like around like the seventy something minute. I think he had scored the second one by this point, but he was like running up as if he was like a center attacking mid, mm-hmm. and he was literally like right in that slot. I was like, "What is this guy doing?" Exactly, <laughs> I was just like confused. But no, he shut down. In my opinion, the key for Man United was shutting down that right side because Riyad Mahrez, we know how skillful yeah. he is. Once he gets the ball, I don't think there's many players in the Premier League that can stop him. Yeah, and Luch, he just got tight. Their fullbacks got tight on the um the city's. Wingers, Raheem Sterling, and um, Mares, and they just got tight. They just yeah. clamped them and forced everything down the middle, mm-hmm. and that causes Gabriel Jesus to come into play. And Gabriel Jesus, he's an okay player. I don't personally like him, in my opinion, but he's shaky, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't really like him. Yeah, I don't think I don't, I don't like him at all. They look better when he came off and they threw in Foden. Yeah, Foden. Yo, when Foden missed that chance, I was so blown. Oh, that was a lovely play. It know? was so nice. It was a really nice build-up play, and he got it. Um, takes a touch right, or like he turns while he, t- he takes a touch, and yeah, he walks it wide. He hit, it. he yeah. mishit that badly, terribly. He hit that very badly, and but yeah, and it was just like City just looked off. They looked off today. Yeah, way. and I think the issue was too with City is that you know there it was what twenty one consecutive wins. They probably saw you know Man U tie three in a row, no no. It's like oh yeah, Man U eh, easy, you know, kicking walk, you know, walk easy walk to the park, but. No, they yeah. got surprised. They got stunned, and that might be a good thing for them. It might be a wake up call. You know, they're yeah. probably feeling pretty cocky about their their great run, and then going into Champions League and stuff like that. Now, this might be a good thing for them. It might be a good thing for them. You know, it may you know wake them up, and you know you might yeah. you know have players be more motivated, right. and you know it's a good it, you know sometimes a loss is a good thing. It is you know because sometimes you know uh, you go into the. It's, and it's also like it was. It's not as if they're playing for like a in an invincible season, you know. It's just they just had a streak that ended yeah. up going for that long, which no one thought would happen, especially when they went were, were what like twelfth place or ninth place yeah. earlier this season. So good for them to you know get back to first place and just clearly dominate for a long time. But uh, this probably was a little wake up call that needed to happen, you know, because yeah. they're they've been outstanding from the back line, you know, the keeper all the way to the to the to the strikers. Well. Jesus maybe a little bit. But. Yeah, Jesus, is, <laughs> Jesus ain't the best. Right, but you know, they got Aguero opinion. coming back, you know, which is good for them too. So Yeah, but... Nice yeah. to wake up call going into Champions League next week. Yeah, I'll on that, you know. And they're still 11 points ahead of United. Yeah, and so it's, it's, it's like they dropped much, you know, it's 11 points. Yeah, and they're so. equal, and they're equal games, so... Yeah. 
it's like the same. So, but we'll see how that pans out. And the next game, Chelsea versus Everton. Um, Chelsea winning 2 0. Um, yeah, not gonna lie, Chelsea dominated this game. Oh, absolutely yeah, dominated. Bro, I saw Everton's front three, right? Or their mm. front two was Richarlison, Calvin Lewin, and Sigurdsson right behind them. I was like, mm. oh, it's gonna be, you know, a good game. Nope. No. Everton barely created anything. Like, I think they had one shot target. Right. Game. <laughs> and do you remember the one play where it was like really nice? It was a nice build up play and then uh, Sigurdsson played with Charleston out to the right. He takes a horrendous first touch and then and just then walks in and skies it. I'm like, bro, if there was a chance, that was it. Yeah, like, exactly. and you should have put that away. But uh, yeah, but Chelsea looked dominant this game. Oh yeah, Kai, Kai Havertz actually had a pretty good game, even yeah. though that first goal was <laughs> definitely wide. Oh, he was definitely missing. <laughs> that was definitely <laughs> wide, without right. a doubt. Like I was looking at it, I was like. That's wide. Right. I was like, that's going like towards the corner flag. Right. I was like, that is so wide. But then obviously hit off Godfrey and went in. But then he caused the penalty. Um, so yeah, he had a good yeah. game. But Chelsea looked dominant this game. It oh, just yeah. wasn't even close. Yeah, Hudson Odoi had a great game as well. He was uh, he was the one who played Marcus Alonso in the in the what's it called in the in the first goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, what is it? What was I gonna say? I forget. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. We forget sometimes, but now literally, it just Chelsea just looked good. Looked yeah, a little better. What was that eleven straight win? Eleven undefeated. Undefeated, yeah. Undefeated still. Eleven. I think it's eleven. Yeah. Eleven undefeated streak. And now they're in fourth, and I think uh, West Ham's right behind them by mm-hmm. two points. I think. But yeah, yeah. I don't see them losing, and they actually have some pretty easy games coming up too. Yeah. So. so you know they they can do well in the prem. You know they might catch up to Leicester, maybe United. Maybe. But you never know. You never know what's gonna happen in the prem. It's getting excited. Yeah. All right. Oh, Jorginho skip penalty. He skipped penalty again. He did. He did, he did, he did do a, a skip penalty. Skip again. Yeah, again. But thankfully he made it. He made it. You, you know, like Bruno Fernandez didn't do a skip penalty. He didn't. He, he didn't. He, didn't. he, he just powered that. Yeah. He was like, I'm not trying to lose this game. Right. He was like, <laughs> I need to win this game. Everyone says I don't perform in big games. I need to put this away. No, he didn't even do bad. Like, no, he did well. Yeah, he did. Bro. He heard but, our podcast on our last episode, and he was like, "Oh, I gotta step it up to put these guys wrong." You know. That's fact. That's fact. But we move on to the next game. We have. La Liga games. We have um, Sevilla versus Elche. Elche versus Sevilla. Elche winning two to one. Two to one. Yeah, not gonna lie, that seems like a very awkward scoreline. Sevilla has been playing like trash. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, what's going on with Sevilla? Like, I have no idea. They like, uh, what? They got knocked out of Copa del Rey. They're dropping points in La Liga. I think now it's like third. No, it's it fourth, fifth, and seventh. It's a closer gap than fourth to third. Yeah. So. That- Sevilla, if they keep slipping, they might not make Europe next year. But yeah, I mean they, well they lost. Let's see, they lost Barcelona two 0 mm-hmm. They lost Barcelona three 0 Then they used the LJ two one. Then it started all the way from back from the Champions League when they lost Dortmund three two. Yeah, and so, they play today. And they play today. So I don't know what's going on with them. Lobotegi got to start changing the lineup or something because obviously his lineup's not working. I don't know, man. I don't know. And uh, yeah, it could go a season that looked you know great up until now. It might just be downhill. downhill. We, we see that a lot. We see yeah. that all the time. But you know, it's going to be interesting on how Lopetegui is going to fix his team. And um, you know, Papu Gomez is still on that team. Well, he just signed on the team, so obviously right. he's still getting used to being around the team and getting used to the way they play. But Campos has come back. Mm-hmm. You know. Campos came back, so you know, obviously they're getting the players healthy. But, you know, Sevilla, they have talent. 
I mean, El Nasser, he's doing good. And the city's and good. And the city's good. Um, Luther Young's still good. Luther Young, he scored the the only goal for this game in, like, the 90th minute, you know. Mm-hmm. But up until, honestly, Sevilla did not react at all until Elche's second goal. Mm-hmm. You know, that, it literally, this game was so boring. Because, you know, I think Sevilla was still probably down from the from defeat from, uh, from Barca from midweek. And they went into this game looking very sluggish. Could have been tired legs as well. They put 120 minutes with the man down for the whole, you know, extra time. But, you know, Elche is in, was in relegation zone. And with this win, they're just now um, right above that. Yeah. They're so, in eight, 16th place now. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. 17th, sorry. 17th. You know, it's going to be interesting on how Sevilla bounce back. But onto the game that we enjoyed, Barcelona. Osasuna versus Barcelona. Barcelona winning 2-0. What a lovely game. Yeah. Um, yeah, they played well. Once again, Barcelona, they look like they're in good form. Um, Mariba's goal was nice. That was that nice. Was yeah. Messi with two assists as two well. Two assists. That first one was probably my favorite, honestly. Yeah. That ball to Jordi Alba. Mm-hmm. Is, Jordi Alba's in great form. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's a lot of players in good form for Barca right now. What's going on? Are we going to turn this around against PSG? Or? <sighs> <laughs> I mean, I heard the press conference. There, there was a press conference today with um, Kuman and De Jong. Frankie, right? Frankie. Um, they said we believe. Um, obviously, I believe Barca. I believe in Barca, but um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we came back against Sevilla. I mean, we came back against Sevilla. We we're in great form in La Liga. Then Sevilla is not PSG. But Sevilla, Sevilla is not PSG. But PSG once again, they don't have. We'll get that later on. But they don't have. You know, we'll talk yeah, right, about that right. later. We'll talk about we're that later. Ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're gonna head, but um no Barcelona they look good. I like how Coman's evolving a lot of the youngsters. Yeah. Um Mariba's getting more playing time. I 100%. like that. Yeah. Eight, eighteen year old kid, mm-hmm. get him some playing time. Pedri, obviously we love Pedri. Um Love you, Pedri. We love Pedri. We love him. <laughs> but no, he they've been playing I mean, they're in good form and I'm just hoping that they can keep this form going forward. Because in the next couple of months, there's going to be some big, important games that we have to win. And hopefully we can put them through. Yeah, and as long as, you know, the two the two other teams fighting for the league are dropping points and we just get, you know, progress on this form, just keep going up and up, who knows, you might win two trophies this year. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. Maybe three. We don't know what's going to happen in Champions League either. So. We don't know. but We're not sure. We're not sure. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how Barcelona plays this out. And also... This weekend was the presidency elections. Jean Laporta getting elected as president. You know, obviously his first term um, for Barcelona, winning two Copa, uh, Champions Leagues. Um, 06 did, and 09, yeah. Yeah, so how, what'd you tell me what you think about him being president? Oh, again? Yeah, again. Oh, I love it. I'm actually glad that we got Jean Laporta again. Um, it would have been, I think, personally, it would have been very similar if, if Victor Font was the, would have won the election as well, but, you know, uh, Laporta is a guy that likes to take risk and knows what it takes to, to be successful at Barca. You know, he was really close to, to Johan Cruyff, who's, you know, Barca's legend besides Messi and Dino, um, and the whole philosophy of the Barca way as well. I think he's going to, you know, and what you see now too is the youngsters playing a lot more and more, and I think he's going to, um, you know, invest more, or, you know, want the, the coach to play more players in La Masia, because that's basically what what Barca was all about up until recently, you know, when they were spending a lot of money, doing all this, all this nonsense, you know, it was, uh, you had players like Xavi, Iniesta, Puyol, Leo, uh, Valdez, you know, Piquet, 
a bunch of guys that came out to the academy and it made Barca or took Barca to where they were, which was, you know, those great Guardiola years. And that's another thing too. He's not, you know, like I said, he's not scared to take risks. He, he had the option to go for uh, Guardiola or Mourinho at the time when Mourinho was, you know, I guess you can still call him special one, but he hasn't won anything really <laughs> in the last few years. But that was back when he was, you know, the Chelsea manager and he was, you know, at his prime probably. And, uh, and then we're going with Guardiola, who the only team he really coached was Barca B. And won us the treble, won us the sextuple, bro. And we'll see. He signed Dino, you know, and that's signed what really transformed. Yeah, signed Henri, signed so many good guys that transformed Barca into that Guardiola era. And uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Hopefully he can keep Messi, please. I think yeah. he's, he's going to, maybe he's going to keep Messi, please. And hopefully. Well, hopefully. I think so. I think I think, you, I think he will. Messi's staying. I think Messi's gonna stay. Messi ain't going nowhere. That's facts. He's he's staying with us. Screw you, man, screw you, Man City, PSG. Yeah. You're not taking heat from us. <laughs> no. But exactly. on to the biggest game of the weekend, which was the Madrid derby, Atleti versus Real, one-one draw. Yeah. We as Barca fans, I was scared for the Super entire. Scared game until the 88th minute until yeah. Kareem Bezina's war because I was like Atletico Madrid why <laughs> why in this game did you have to go offensive right out of every single game big game Chelsea um Levante you yeah Levante, Levante yeah, yeah. you were playing so defensive and then the game the biggest game essentially in your season you decided to go out and play all attack right. like you decided to attack Real Madrid you know for the first 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like scared. Because I was like. You know they were attacking. They were getting a lot of chances. Suarez was having so many chances. Yeah. And I was like. What's going on? Yeah. And Madrid had like no chances. There was like. And it was yeah. nothing. And Carrasco kept exposing Lucas Vasquez. That whole entire game. Remember he even megged them at one point. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Literally all the chances in the second half came from that side. And the first goal was lovely. You know, Marcos Llorente with that brilliant run mm-hmm. and perfect through ball to Suarez. And that actually made me laugh, you know, because Llorente used to play for Real Madrid. We let go of Suarez. And we <laughs> needed, you know, we wanted both of them to lose essentially, but, you know, you can't ha- that can't happen. And you, you see that happen, you're like, oh, shoot, okay. It was, as a Barca fan, I was so conflicted watching that game because I always wanted to go Madrid to beat Real Madrid just because, you know, we hate Real Madrid with the passion. But we want Atletico. To not win the league, so it gives us a better chance to, you know, at least get close to that and exactly. try to win it. So when Benzema scored the tying goal, I celebrated it a little bit, <laughs> but it was just, it was just weird. After the game was ended, I was like, oh, thank God, you know. Yeah, I was like, you know, we have to root for these teams anymore. Yeah. We're just like, we're done. I just felt dirty rooting for for Madrid for a little bit. It I think we weird. both, I think we both felt a little <laughs> dirty because we didn't want, you know, rooting for Madrid. We're just like, do yeah. we really have to do this? Mm-hmm. But you know, like Ben. You know, they had a lot more chances in the second half. Benzema had two easy chances. Yeah, he had a sitter that he that from a Vinicius cross, which mm-hmm. was perfect. You know, and just he could have placed it either corner, hits it directly at Oblak, and then he gets the rebound. Doesn't do well with that either. And I think we can notice that he's been injured and he's not in the best form of his life because he could have easily probably had like a hat trick this game with I the agree. chances he had. Yeah, you know, they, he he had easy chances that he could have scored, but hey, he made it up for it. Um, to be honest, the last goal that I mean. The Madrid goal, a lot of the players, I thought Madrid players were ball watching. Yeah, I, like, agree. I was like, who's pressing him? I was like, this right. man literally went, cut, get it a croqueta, mm-hmm. pass it to Casemiro, and then like two, de- there was like two defenders staying right next to Oblak, and he went in between them. Right, and I'm like, 
what? I'm like, you could have just like stopped it. But hey, thank God they were ball watching, so yeah, they could tie. Yeah, there was no way Benzema was gonna miss that, and if and if so, I was gonna be like, oh, this game's rigged, you know? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but hey, thankfully it wasn't. But yeah, well, thankfully they tied because now Barcelona is two points or two point three points, three points, three points behind Atleti, and if Atleti you know, drop points once again. If they, let's say they lose, yeah. we'll be three points behind. And yeah, because they have a game in hand. So they have a game in it hand. could be six points, but if they keep dropping points, it could be less. And Madrid's behind us. Uh, they're two points behind us, mm-hmm. actually. So Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. This Liga race is getting tight. I love and it. And hopefully Barca can pull this out. Please, please, Barca. We're praying. We're praying for you. <laughs> we're praying for you. So we're switching up one more time, going to the Serie A. Um, the first game that happened was Juventus versus Lazio. Juve winning 3-1. to one. Um, Not going to lie, Lazio did dominate this game. They had chances that could have scored. The first half, yeah. In the first half, um, it was Malika Vesavage. Malika Savage had like four chances. Exactly. <laughs> Bro, put him away. <laughs> but but he, had, he had so many chances. And then Juve just came back and just scored. Fabio's school was very nice. I'm not gonna lie, Alvaro Morata played oh, well yeah. that year. He got two goals and assists. Mm-hmm. Crazy, yeah. you know. He played well. He was you balling, know. and he got subbed off. What like in the 70th, 70th minute for Ronaldo, mm-hmm. who and they didn't need Ronaldo. He didn't do anything in the last twenty minutes. Not that he needed to, because they were already winning three one. But I don't know. I don't know. Alvaro, I mean, hey, Alvaro Morata, he's looking good. Not yeah. gonna lie, his um, that challenge that Marlene Vichavis had, I was like. Oh, for the, the PK? Pay. Yeah. I was like, Aaron Ramsey's going backwards. Yeah, he's, he's going like, this way. And Malika Vesavich decides to clap him. Like right. freaking Gabriel Jesus. Yeah. Just claps, yeah. trips him on his ankle. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, bad game for uh, Malika Vesavich. He couldn't score. Ends up coming in the PK. That was, what, the third one, right? Mm-hmm. That was the third goal. Um, yeah, just wasn't good enough. And I feel like any other day he, he would put those away, but... Wasn't his day? Yeah, it wasn't his day. And uh, but the but Lazio's goal was lovely, you know. Um, Kuluszewski. I also want to ask you too, what's up with these? I think Juve is the team that does this the most, at least recently that we've been seeing. They just don't watch where they're passing the ball, or like don't know where like their their center backs are positioned or anything, you know. Yeah. Kuluszewski literally tries to pass the ball back to Demiral, and he plays it straight to Correa, and Correa just takes Demiral, turns him inside out, and then just slips it far post or near post. Easy little goal, one 0 but that it's been happening so frequently with Juventus. Yeah, I have no idea what's going. Like literally, you can go back to the Champions League game against Porto. Yeah, same exact. Bentecourt, you know, gives a crap pass to Chez- to Chesney yeah. goal. You know, I don't know how they do this every week. Yeah, I'm like Juventus. In my opinion, Juventus. The only way they can lose is if they make themselves lose. Right. Essentially. Like, in their own way. Exactly. Like, bad passes, um, poor clearances. Um, just, I don't know how you don't check your shoulder or give right. a bad pass just like look. that. No, you have to do is look. <laughs> exactly. You just got to literally just look. Right. I mean, he was, like, trying to do a cut turn when he should have just, you know, taken a touch and passed it back to the keeper. But right. I don't know why he forced it back. And then Correa just, obviously, like I said, Correa took him... Took them around one on one and just scored and all cooked them. Cooked them. Absolutely cooked them. And he megged them. With a shot? With a shot. Yeah. Yeah, with a shot he megged them. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like I don't know, but thankfully Juve came out with the win. Mm-hmm. So or else I think Kulujeski would 
be cooked by the Juventus by t- the Turin media. Oh, for sure. He would have been cooked. Yeah. But yeah, thankfully they want Alvaro Mata. Like we said, he's doing well. Um, you know, we'll see what happens in Champions League and then Serie A with them because they're third place mm-hmm. and they have a game in hand. So they're only one so far, right? Yeah. At least in the yeah, in the top. and in I the think top. Na- I think Napoli has a game in hand too. But yeah. I think it's them and Napoli, and then everyone else is on the same amount of games. But yeah, yeah it's just interesting. It's just interesting. But. On to the next biggest game. It was Inter versus Atalanta. Inter coming up with a 1-0 win. And Sorry, buddy. Top. I know. I'm... I feel so bad. Freaking... I mean, uh, 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 he's a Zapata to... fan, so that automatically makes him an Atalanta uh, fan. But his boy just did not have what it took to convert this game. Yo, literally, he had so many chances. Yeah. He had so... The Atalanta... ones that he normally would put away. Exactly. They had yeah. so many... Atalanta... In my opinion, could have won, easily won this game. And in, I want to ask you, um, so we saw Inter play that typical counter style right. that, you know, they love playing. Still, is there a team that can really stop Inter in this, doing this, in I your opinion? Honestly, at least not in the Serie A. Really? You think so? Yeah. Because uh, they've been doing it, you know, so frequently. They've been just cooking everyone. And... I I personally haven't seen him play against Juve. We did that one time, but you know Lukaku was. I guess Juventus. They were they kept Lukaku pretty silent that game in the Coppa Italia, mm-hmm. the second leg. So maybe them. Um, but I just feel like I don't know. That guy's just too big, too strong. There was a uh, that even happened this game where he was a little bit selfish at one point. I think it was in the first half. Mm-hmm. He had Hakimi all the way to his right, you know, and that's how he assisted them. Uh, not Demiral, what's his name? Darmian, mm-hmm. you know, a couple games ago. Um, just taking players on. Everyone was, was focusing on him, so he just laid it off to, to Darmian. Could have done that this game with Hakimi, but instead he decides to cut back to his left. Boom, gets stolen. But yeah, I don't know. Lukaku's just a monster, bro. I don't yeah, even know. man's just, anyway. he's eating. Like, he said, like, he just, literally it's the same style. Just give him an over-a-top through ball. Or oh. give it to his chest, like somewhere in his vicinity, and he's just going to take any center back on one on one and just cook them with pace because I don't know these freaking Italian center backs are slow. Yeah, the issue. Yeah, exactly. The center backs are slow, and the issue is giving them too much space. If you don't give them space and you can eliminate that from them, then you have it. You have a chance. But yeah, if you yeah. give them space, let them turn, and he and he gets on his stride, it's a wrap. Yeah, it just it. I mean, they Inter scored off a corner. Yeah, yeah off a, it was just like a ping pong, and then Skriniar just. It was, yeah, it was funny because it was Devry went up for it first. And then Bastoni, like, lightly tapped it to, to Skriniar, and then Skriniar just puts it away. Yeah. The center backs. <laughs> center backs. Literally, the center backs just scored that goal. And it was just like... But, no, Lukaku, he had chances. Yeah. Um, Duvan Zapata had chances. I thought in the second half, he had a, he had a one where he had... he Literally, it was two-touch. He mm-hmm. uh, controlled with the right, and then just tried to curl it. And right. I thought that was in. I was like, oh, my God. But... <laughs> He's still the beast. He had so many chances that game, and it's okay. you know, you can you win some, you lose some. You he's know, just, as a striker, you can score every single yeah. one. Yeah, he's just saving the goals for when they face Madrid. That's I agree. I think he's gonna get revenge on Madrid. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. But yeah, um, so Roma, back to the, the whole. So we're going back to the whole um, Serie A um, uh, top half. So Roma, Milan, and Napoli all won. Meaning this league is getting extremely tight, right. and with Inter winning, they're how much did they lead? 
I think it's uh, it's like five, five or six points. Five or six points ahead of AC. I think it's five. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you know it's still tight. Um, Juve obviously with the game in hand, Roma's still in fourth place. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting how they this whole top half of the Serie A is gonna pan out, and you know I'm just excited to see how that the Serie A is this competitive on yeah. top. Yeah, and it's really tight from like fourth to sixth. That was actually pretty tight as well. So we'll see who ends up uh, pulling it through and getting into Europe. And yeah, all right. And oh, no, back. But <laughs> sorry, I forgot my outline didn't have Come on, the predict. So now it is time for the favorite segment of the portions. It is the Champions League predictions. <laughs> Week three, that's right. We're on the third week of the Champions League, and already? we're on the third week already because we rated two weeks already. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so we're Shoot. on the third week. Second so, leg. Second legs, baby. Let's go with the games that are happening today. So we have Juventus Porto, and we have Dortmund Sevilla. So, Christian, how is this Juve Porto game gonna go? So on aggregate, right? Mm-hmm. Juventus is down. Two to one against Porto. They're playing in Turin. This is a game for Ronaldo, bro. We've seen him come back way too many times when his team is down, especially playing in Turin. It's happened against Atletico Madrid. It happened again. I'm drawing a blank, but it happened again. <laughs> and he's done it too with Real Madrid. So, yeah. um, he's done this so many times. He's done this way too many times. Yeah, you're right. So I'm gonna say. As much as I don't want to see Juventus go through, because I'd like to see this Porto team advance, especially if they played... I guess what I want to say, if Porto plays Juventus like they did in the first leg, then they have a chance. If they sit back and try to just park the bus for the full 90 minutes, they're going to get punished. So, I might change my opinion now. I don't Hmm. think Porto's going to sit back. I think Porto's going to go and give them a tough game. I think it's going to end 1-1. Porto wins. Ooh. Porto advances. <laughs> Porto advances. Oh, all right. My turn. <laughs> so, obviously, um, Juve got a big win this week versus Lazio. Lazio is a quality team. Um, you know, Lazio put a lot of pressure on um, Juve's defense, and you know, only allowed one goal against Lazio. It's impressive. And um, in my opinion, as long as Juve doesn't make those mistakes that. They did in the first leg. Yeah. Obviously, bad passes in the back, allowing these easy, you know, tap-ins, one-on-ones, exposing your defense. Um, and, you know, obviously, Ronaldo, he's been in this situation so many times. We know how he's like in these situations. And in my opinion, I think Juve is going to win this game. I'm going to say it's going to be 2-0 Juve, and Juve is going to advance. Yeah. 3-2 on aggregate. You can see that happening, too. Yeah, I see that happening. Juve, and then Ronaldo scores a brace. But I feel like he's going to score a brace. Ooh, okay. I feel like he's going to be the dude that's going to Yeah, he it. was pretty pretty fired up after the after the first leg when there was a possible PK and he didn't get it. Yeah, he was heated. Yeah, so he's probably I think, been just holding in all that rage to to let it let yeah, it go. Yeah, I think he's going to put a vengeance on Porto. And, I mean, hey, he played for Sporting, so he, you know, he hates Porto. That is true. He hates Porto. He's going to do it for good old Sporting. <laughs> <laughs> good old Sporting. All right, on to the next game that's happening today, which is Dortmund versus Sevilla. Dortmund with a 3-2 aggregate advantage over Sevilla, and they're playing in Dortmund. Christian, you want me to start? I'll start on yeah, this one. Well. So, 
obviously Dortmund, it, it all depends on if Holland and Sancho are healthy and fit and they're playing in this game. If both of them are able to play in this game, I think they're going to give Sevilla a tough time. Sevilla has lost, let's see, Sevilla's lost their last three games mm-hmm. straight. Yeah. They've lost to Barcelona twice, and they lost to Elche this weekend. So I think their confidence is down. Lopetegui's not going to make any changes to his lineup, I think, in my opinion. And I say Borussia Dortmund is going to win this game 2-1. All right. And they're going to advance on an aggregate of 5-3. Dang. All right, 5-3. All right, I can dig it. Um, I actually agree. I think I don't see Sevilla coming back from this. I think their confidence is just way too shattered right now. Team morale is low. Uh, Dortmund, even though they lost, you know, four to two against against Bayern, they might and and a lot of the players were upset about that. Not like in a way that like oh like darn like you know like it knocked my confidence. They're like mad like I'm fired up like this is some BS you know. So I think Dortmund's gonna come out in this game uh, hot, um, but I don't think they, I don't think it'll be a high scoring game. I think it's gonna be probably just a one nil. Uh, Dortmund's definitely not gonna. I don't. I think they probably will sit back. I don't think Sevilla. I think Sevilla is gonna try to have to go for it, and then it's gonna leave them exposed. Let um, Holland catch him on the counter, put one away. I'm gonna say one nil. Okay. Four okay. two aggregate. Four two aggregate. All right. Now on to tomorrow's games, and the big one, obviously being PSG versus Barcelona. PSG has the four one aggregate over Barca. All right. On to the game that we didn't want to talk about. What are the you game. <laughs> uh, am I thinking? Even though we're doing so well right now. I yes, just... even though we're doing very well right now. we've. I think we've won, let's see, we've won three straight. Mm-hmm. Three straight. We've won the last three games. Um, in my opinion, even though Neymar is out again, he's not playing this game. It made no difference. It made no difference, but still. That's still somewhat impactful because it's Neymar. And obviously, he has a big, massive impact on the game. Even though, yes, he's not playing. Um, Barcelona's in good form. I think they're going to start with the same lineup that they did against Sevilla. And I think yeah, I think they're going to play a little better. I say Barcelona will win. I think it's going to be 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. I say 2-0. I can no, see that. 2-1. I say it's going to be 2-1 and PSG advances on an aggregate of 5-3. Yeah, I was going to say 2-1 as well. Um, yeah, I think they're going to play with the three in the back as they have been doing. I feel like, I don't know if it'll work necessarily against PSG, only because they have so much pace uh, going forward. So I think Barca will get one. I think it'll end in a 1 1 draw. Okay. That's what I think. So PSG advances on a 5 2. Yeah. Right. I think Barca's going to play well. And honestly, if they, if they don't come back from this, you know, it's not the end of the world. They still got La Liga to look forward to. Mm-hmm. As long as they can keep getting points, as long as uh, they got the Copa del Rey final. Um, but it is nice to see them finding a rhythm and. and Try to get somewhere. Yeah, but, uh, I like how they're playing well. Yeah, they've actually, you know, we're gonna be in top four again, in my opinion. So right. we're not gonna be out of Champions League again. So this is just the reality of Barca, as we as we've uh, yeah, as we know, seen. It. as yeah. we know. It. And the final game for this week is gonna be Liverpool versus RB Leipzig. Liverpool with a two 0 advantage at home. Can Liverpool lose seven straight home games? Yes, they can. Really? You think they're going to lose their seven straight home game? I think so. Really? Mm-hmm. Tell me what's going to happen, Chris. I'm going to say Leipzig ties it up 2-2. They're actually going to play with a striker this game. And uh, 
give Liverpool, Liverpool a hard time. Um, that's the thing, too. Leipzig didn't play too bad in the first leg. They just had some defensive errors. You know, Sabitzer played, who I forget if it was Salah or, uh, Salah or Mane. It was, I think it was... It was Salah. Salah. It was Salah. Salah. It was Salah. Salah. Yeah, because Salah. Salah the first because uh, I forget the other guy, but he misjudged the ball completely. Yeah. Left Mane one v one. Like that's just dumb things that could have been awarded. It could have been nil nil at the end of the game when they actually put a striker in. Leipzig did. They created some good chances. Could have pulled one back, but they didn't. So I think this game will be a lot better. They'll play with the uh, with uh, with an actual striker, and they will actually tie it up two two. Sends it into overtime. Um. I'll see Leipzig getting a third. If not, PKs, Leipzig wins. Ooh, okay, so okay. <laughs> All right, so Liverpool, six-game losing streak at home. I said it last week that Liverpool was going to, you know, I don't think I said Liverpool was going to turn it around. Turn around. <laughs> That's what I said. But soon. I said that Liverpool was going to turn around soon. Soon. And I thought it was going to be during this week, but uh, during the weekend, but obviously that didn't happen. Um. So... Obviously, Leipzig's been playing well in the league. They're second place. They're only like three points. I think three points behind Bayern. They're playing well in the league. Um, Liverpool obviously not playing well, losing to Fulham. Um, eighth place. Eighth place in the league. Complete one eighty between these two teams. I say, I say it's going to be two nil in regular time. I think it's going to go to penalties, and Liverpool will squeeze one out barely. Barely. PKs? And penalties. By, okay. But maybe Leipzig misses one PK, and Liverpool will advance by the skin of their teeth. Oof. Skin of their teeth. And they will officially actually win a game at home <laughs> in since, I think it's been no, November. Since November? Game I think it's since November, Liverpool has not won a game at home. It's not a good sign. And that's terrible. And that's just crazy. That Liverpool. Awful. Yeah, but... Those are our Champions League predictions, and that actually wraps up the end of the podcast for us. Whoop, whoop. Woo. Episode 10. We're flying through these things, baby. Episode 10, yeah. Episode 10. Crazy. Yeah. We're crazy how, how far we're into this. Yeah, wow. And thank you, everyone, for our support, for your support, making us, you know, doing this. We enjoy giving you content, our opinions on this, and, you know, having this live stream up, and we want y'all to be involved more often. Um, shout out to to our Instagram channel, to our Instagram page, which is the Kernos and Tercius Podcast. Check it out. Yes, it is, sir. we're gonna be uploading. We promise we're gonna be uploading more. And every Tuesday, Thursday, we're gonna try and, we're gonna live stream our recordings so you guys can interact with us. And, you know, we'll see your comments. And yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be a great time. We're just gonna yes, chill, sir. talk about football, talk about what happens and everything. It's gonna be awesome. Yep. And you never know. Thursday, we might have a special guest for y'all. Mm-hmm. You, we might. We might. Stay tuned. Watch out for it. You know, it's going to be fun. And, and Chris, any last words you have for the people? Yeah, just make sure to, to follow our Instagram page and to subscribe on our podcast on Spotify. On and Spotify. We'll be back shortly. We'll be back. And like always, KTP baby. KTP baby. We love y'all. Stay safe and peace. Love and chill.